Who Put This On? Season 2, Episode 18, where we watch Impractical Jokers, Season 4, Episode 22, and Season 3, Episode 26. And I'm Chris Lorenz. Sitting to my right is... Robert Kitts. Sitting to my left... Brian Houston. Sitting to his left... James. Sitting to his left... Maximo. Okay. That was a I'll give you an okay on that. mediocre PS2 game. Okay out of 10. Yeah. I don't know how uh, it relates to the show, but let's go with it. <laughs> Uh, it's so, more interesting than Max. So this is one of my favorite shows. Handpicked show this week. It's handpicked. Do I know Harrison has been pushing back on the show a little bit, at least at the beginning, because he didn't consider it a quote-unquote reality show. Uh, so since Harrison's not here, you just said, fuck it, we're watching it? Well, we've been watching a lot of <laughs> new shows, so like now we're going to do a show that somebody really likes, so we're going to... We, so we I did w- try to think of a show that Harrison wouldn't mind missing. It's I would true. like to twist the format of our show on its head. What? Whoa. Where does this place in everybody's rankings? For me, top third show. Whoa. Great show. I mean, it's clearly top third show. I mean, it's my, I picked it. You just said it's his favorite show. Yeah, I know. Is this, is, I, I, yeah. Number this one show? This is clearly a top of the top third show. Top of the top third. So number one slot overall. Probably, yeah. Right. At least in the number one like, bucket. When this is running, I'm watching every episode as they air. So, like, mm. all these other shows, I don't tend to, like, care that much if I, like, watch it immediately. Watching every show as they air is the definition of a top third show, unless you're Harrison and that's every show. Harrison's got a lot of top third shows. That's fair. I think Harrison just probably watches, like, the top five buckets of shows. <laughs> maybe six. Right, so, James. anything that's in the top, anything that's in the middle, maybe seven. Maybe, like, the top of the third of the bottom of the bucket. James, where is this rate for you? Ooh. Are we on the uh, nine-point scale or the ten-point scale? Ooh, it's a great question. I still have no idea. Um, I yeah, I don't know. It's I'm I'm really just sitting here trying to find a reason to not put it in the top third, and I don't know that I can come up with anything. So I think I got to put it in the top for for that for that. I mean, you gotta trust your gut. Like it was fun. It was enjoyable. Uh, it's pretty lighthearted, easy to watch. Uh, it feels like you can miss an episode and it's not a big deal. No, you don't have to watch. You mean there's, there's no big story arc? <laughs> no. Right. Um, editing was overall pretty well. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I could see myself I, watching more of so that. So, I can that, tell you yeah. the biggest reason not to watch the show is if you're watching it on TV, mm-hmm. the show itself is almost under 20 minutes, mm. but it takes up a half hour time slot. So, a third of the time you're watching the show is commercials. So, are you really just talking about like TV in general? Though? I'm just saying, not every TV show is just twenty, like under right 20 as minutes. it's as severe. This show is extreme. Is what this show is extreme. Wow, I'm like, surprised they don't have more of the like, you know, recaps and coming up next kind of stuff. Then they definitely had those like keep watching after this break kind of thing, but they didn't really. They have it wasn't showing for in like the cut ten we seconds. Well, it's it's they they cut very suddenly. Yeah, but then they just do like a two-second recap to get you back in. But like they they cut very unexpectedly to try to get you to keep watching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Rob, wh- wh- where are we putting this one? I'm I'm very conflicted by this show because I've seen like four or five episodes of this show before, and this show is garbage. <laughs> but Chris picked two real good episodes. <laughs> I was actually going to ask about that. Like, I feel like I've seen like a second or two of the show or like a, a couple minutes and like, you know, maybe without the right setup or maybe not as good episode. I was wondering. 
I mean, they go up and down, but I don't think the the New Orleans episode we watched was very good. Like, it's okay. I didn't think it was like it's nowhere near one of their top episodes. It was just like we've all been there. So it's well, nice with, with the New Orleans episode, like I liked, and something I found with this, I kind of I liked the first thing where they're like trying to just steal the drinks. And it's like a kind of game they're trying to do. But I find a lot of the episodes that I've seen are like the last thing where they're in the buggy and they're just like being really weird mm. and trying to get people's reactions. And I just don't really get it. Like it doesn't seem that appealing to me. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not for everyone. Yeah. I, I, sometimes they do the game. Sometimes they don't. It's yeah. Sh- I, w- I was going to say like after maybe we get Brian's take on this, I'd like, I'd be curious to see Well, a, we should probably get like a quick overview of what the hell the show was that we just watched. Yeah. And then maybe like kind of like look at like what are the average setups of it? Okay. Well, Rob, is this a middle or bottom third? I guess at this point. This is clearly not going to the top third. I, I think I got to come back to it at the end. I, I think I'm t- to be oh. decided. <laughs> to be decided. Well, he did well. say, "quote The show is garbage." <laughs> Apparently, that's, you can have garbage he's in the pulling middle. My quotes. I mean, we've definitely voted garbage shows for middle third before. Yeah, that's just because the the skew is. <laughs> All right, Brian, what do you say? I mean, I'm agreeing with Rob. It's complete garbage. Like you look at other reality shows, and you think that they're bad. This is pure pure garbage but it's still middle third as far as entertainment goes <laughs> oh, that was i'm trying to twist. understand brian's like because it's like this is shit but i'm like looking at him describing it and he seems you know pleasantly content and could keep watching well, the like, show look at stuff like big brother and it's like oh my god there's so much so much reality show garbage in there uh-huh but it's not entertaining this one was actually still entertaining okay like despite all the garbage in there Sure. So, so like the actual content or like the focus of the show is not like yeah, like really I, up your alley. But like it was decently done. And I guess is your like, point. I, like I'm sure. Like when we get into this, like I'm for example, all these skits. I'm sure that like they've done hours of recording just to like get this like awesome footage. And uh, awesome I don't know if I'd uh, awesome. Uh, fo- some of these well, reactions were a little bit okay. underwhelming. But but yeah, like well. It's the all right, best let, of all the reactions, though. Let me, That's the thing. Let me go through the description, the official description of the show, instead of flipping the, is, our <laughs> format on the set. Hit us up, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Four, you know, Max tried. <laughs> four comedians <laughs> and lifelong friends compete to embarrass each other out am, amongst the general public with a series of hilarious and outrageous dares. When Sal, Joe, Q, and Murr challenge each other to say or do something, they have to do it. And if they refuse, they lose. At the end of every episode, the biggest loser must endure a punishment of epic proportions. This season, the guys pose a hot, as hot dog vendors, gymnasts, waiters, clerks at a bridal shop, and more. As for the punishments, from sky vi- skydiving to the rodeo to the body piercing shop, they are bigger, badder, and funnier than ever before. Hmm. So, you guys might be looking at this the wrong way. So... Th- the show isn't about getting people to react to them. Mm-hmm. The show is about seeing how far they can push the other person to say ridiculous things until like until things. it breaks down. Basically, like it's like it's overall this whole the whole show is just about embarrassing themselves, not embarrassing other people. Mm-hmm. So it's not about their reactions. It's about you know what they can do to make themselves laugh and like try to get them to do not do something right. Because, like, clearly, hey, go up to that black room and say, hey, N-word, you know. Right. Like, no one's going to do that, and that's not funny. Mm-hmm. So, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like, I think you're right. It's It seems like it's more about putting themselves in that, like, right on the brink of, like, 
am I actually going to do this? Or this is too embarrassing. And then they just like, they kind of find that and then just kind of keep riding. Like these people aren't just going out and doing like, if you can find somebody that will go out and say, Hey, N word to somebody like that's not, that's the show wouldn't like that. This show wouldn't work. Right. Right. Because it's, you're trying to watch their reaction to something, not the other people's reaction. Like, yeah, they could play off each other, but that's not the whole point. It's not the point of the show. An aspect of the show I really like is the the four of them have great chemistry. They've definitely like known each other for a while, um, and they all sort of have different. Uh, so you, you know how like Ocean's Eleven, they all have like their own special job. I feel like you go, you got the one guy who's like kind of a scaredy cat, and you got the one guy who like does the stupid uh, physical stuff, like jumping into a fountain. Just you know, it, it's a it's a really nice formula, I think. I mean, on one hand, it's just like a funny show to put on and just like relax. Oh, totally. Whereas like, no, most, not most reality shows, but like this is just like something I can watch, relax, have fun, and then like in the end of my day. That's it. There's, there's no ongoing drama or stress in this show. This is a very lighthearted, non-stress show. Except somebody did get a pretty embarrassing tattoo that someone was not happy about. Oh, sure. I mean, the punishments, and we can get into that a little bit. But I, but I feel like just the format of the show, I, I think you, you're kind of hitting something there, which is it's not about uh, embarrassing the like other people on the show. It's really just about them. And like I'm sure as you watch more of this, you kind of like learn what they're comfortable with. So you kind of know when they're entering like uncomfortable land, and you're like, that's why it's funny. Uh, I mean, you watch Jackass, and like Jackass right. is primarily like making fun of people, or like you're watching... Uh, what was the Ashton Kutcher yeah, show? Yeah, this is sort of like the opposite of the, the Jackass thing, right? Like, Jackass is all about, like, getting the reactions out of people because they're just doing insane things. Yeah. This is just like, oh, man, I don't want to say that thing because it's going to make me really uncomfortable, but I got to do it because I'm on the show. Yeah, all I'm out here in heels trying to hit on women. Like, this is right. really, I can't I can't do it. Do they? And it's, like, funny to see him not be able to do it. Right. So do they generally uh, do, like, most of the things? Like what, uh, what's like, like what kind of like what kind of bar are we looking at here? Depends on the episode. Like yeah. sometimes, like sometimes they'll just do it all. It probably depends on like what kind of shooting day they have, whether like they find enough funny things where all of them like actually do them or mm-hmm. not. Um, sometimes like no one depends. Like, it just depends on the yeah, day. It like doesn't really correlate. Well, I haven't done the stats. I don't mm. really know. I, I feel like the part of the show that kind of like cut me off which was more like rob's point which was when they were basically asking to like say just really ridiculous things and then just like keep going off of it like at some point in the new orleans episode he's like showing his butt crack to like all these people in the horse and buggy and like they're just like getting them to really just drive the point home and like make it very clear that like okay something's going on here like, talk about the moon talk about talk the, moon, about talk the about crack the and the foundation yeah yeah i mean it's not everything hit home but yeah I, I think the first episode that we watched, which was the one, uh, the life, the tattoo punishment one is like really good. Like they had the balloon game was fun. The balloon game was amazing. I definitely want to go do that. James, what is the balloon game for our listeners? I think somebody should, somebody else take a crack at it. All right. Should we just go through like the whole episode? Like there were three things we got. Sure. Go for it. So the first thing was they're in a convenience store. And they, one of them would be wearing a security guard jacket and pretending to be the security guard. And the three were in the back room just telling him things to do with people entering and leaving the convenience store. Then there was the balloon challenge, which was in a grocery store. And they had to, one of them would clip a balloon on someone's clothing or not clothing 
without them realizing that the next person had to put a balloon on the same person and whoever was the last person to do it without being caught won. Right. If you got caught, it was and those were the two things. And so they did basically a bracket with the balloon challenge going head to head, so they could pick one winner and then have three losers. So yeah, the the first skit there, you know, it, it was okay. I had some good laughs, but it, you know, I wasn't sold on the show. The well, security guard one, yeah. Well, Ooh, the, I like that one. The security guard one. There's, there was one guy in the store who just got super into it of like giving the guy a bunch of crap. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. and then the people in the back could not believe how how great this guy was interacting and they just kept sort of putting more stuff yeah this guy's like 50 he's covered with tattoos he has like a classic new york accent and uh he, he and uh sort of uh, one of the four show hosts basically start calling each other pussy or whatever or like douchebag douchebag oh, yeah. <laughs> and they get him to ask him they get him to ask the customer like what is it i don't actually know what it what is. is a douchebag and he says oh uh, let me let me show you uh, I'm looking for a mirror. There you are. <laughs> I, I, I swear oh. I was going to go actually to the douchebags yeah, no, and show him. <laughs> the delivery I know. Was it was so, so much better than, like, you think yeah. it's one thing, and then it turned out to be so much better. <laughs> that guy was great. But, like, you put him I think they the just show. got super lucky that that guy was gold. And, like, they must have been, been in that store. Like, I bet they were there, like, eight hours. All of them were there, like, doing two-hour shifts as a security guard. And they got that one guy. Yeah. And he was gold, and that that sold the whole thing. So actually, something that is great about this show is, while it's not about making fun of the audience, sometimes the audience gets in on the fun. Oh, for sure. Or not the audience, the the you know unknowing participants. Uh, so yeah, you know this guy is the good example for the security guard. And then let's get to the balloon challenge. Uh, yeah, the balloon challenge. I mean, you described the balloon challenge. Right. So they have the so bracket, and uh, basically the winner. Uh, I don't really know how it went down, actually. So, so the big thing is there's two people in the store, and they're trying to attach balloons to people. And the people have no idea this is happening. And it's astounding to me the amount of people that they were able to attach these balloons to. And nobody was any of the... Like, was completely oblivious to the fact that, like, there was a balloon attached to them. And they're attaching it to, like, people's pigtails and shit. Oh, it's yeah. nuts. All kinds of... So they kind of start out with, like, attaching it to, like, purses and things like that that are kind of heavy. They're like, okay, that's just good thinking. Then they kind of push the envelope a little bit, start attaching it to like shirts, shorts, like the glasses, things like that. The glasses on top of the head. Yeah, she knew immediately, but didn't know who it was. Yeah, they attached three of them before she could figure out what was going on. She just kept looking around. Where are these balloons coming from? And it was an it was a nice twist that once someone put one in the sunglasses, it was like okay that. That woman, that's the mark. Those sunglasses. That's that's the bar. You got to try to go for that over and over again. Like that. That was that was that was good. They, I really enjoyed the sunglasses. They definitely like when they put it under the shirt, and the guy like hits his back. He's like, "What, what is that?" <laughs> it's like that was great. I, like they've done that before too. But when they had like the three in the woman's hair and she's still walking around, that was unbelievable. The hair was <laughs> simply astounding. So this yeah. older lady's in the store buying some milk or something, and these dudes are just attaching balloons on clothespins to her hair, and it's lifting the hair up. Can't it believe they got definitely like, looked like she had picking. Did they get two or three? Three, three before she got figured it they out. They definitely got three. Yeah, that was amazing. Insanity. And then at the end, the last guy. He took a balloon and put it on some other customer. Oh, yeah. He was in there. He wanted to play the game. Dude, I'm telling you, that game was a fun game. Yeah, once he figured out what the game was, he's like, oh, th- I don't know what's going on. And he on. totally got somebody, do- and he was just like fist pumping. <laughs> I know. So that guy was also so good. Oh, man. Gold. That guy was wearing a shirt that said Coach David. Oh, good so, job, Coach David. Coach David, if you're out there. 
We miss you, buddy. Hell of a guy. Send us an email. <laughs> <laughs> Send us an email. Hell of a guy. Oh, Tweeted man. us on our Zenga. Man, so, so what else was in that episode? So, so it was just the punishment. the punishment. Oh, okay. Got it. The pun- Oh, man. The punishment on that episode was insane. See, the balloon was such gold. That took up most of the episode. Right. Well, and also, that was the same episode with the security thing. Yeah, yeah. That was definitely the best, better of the episodes, for sure. Oh, yeah. oh, for sure. Yeah. James, tell us about the punishment. Well, yeah. Firstly, punishment that I would never partake in. Slash never sign up for. So basically... Well, you're getting paid a decent amount of money in the show, James. So like, No way. Okay. No way? Oh, no. I mean, I agree that they're getting paid. There's still no damn way in hell I'm doing that. What? Uh, you're so, getting paid. So it's the two of them, right? The two losers. Three, three losers. Three. three losers. So out of the four people, this is the only time they've ever done this. Okay. Three out of the four of them are the losers. Right. So the three people in this case had to get a punishment, which I guess they do a different punishment every show. That's correct. That's a shitload of punishments, I, which is astounding because the punishment for this... This show is a pretty high bar, and the fact that it's a real-ass, permanent, forever tattoo of the winner's choosing on the loser's body. And furthermore, the loser has no input, nor knows what the tattoo is until after the tattoo is on them. Yeah. Insane. When they're... <laughs> in the, so the, the winner is in the tattoo parlor, like, sipping on, like, a, yeah, a, uh, a pineapple, pineapple, <laughs> pine- like, pineapple drink. He's just like, oh, it was a great day. It was a great day. G- great day at, at East Coast <laughs> Tattoos or whatever yeah, yeah. the hell it was. Uh, I mean, so the, the tattoos Ooh. are... The first tattoo, he gets a tattoo that <laughs> 38 lives alone, has three cats, and a picture of a cat in the middle. Which, which to be fair, like the artwork looked decent and stuff. It's a crazy tattoo. Yeah. So how does this but compare to the tattoos we saw when we did the Ink Master show? Oh man, that one tattoo Ooh, that, that person got at Ink Masters Ooh, of their buddy. kid. Oh yeah. man, not like, good. Where, where was that one? Was on the underside of the arm, so like on the inside yeah. of the bicep, basically. Yeah. So like a couple of things, to, it's not super exposed, to, right? Yeah. If, if you were to like flex your arm and kiss your arm that's where it'd be so the yeah. underside on the inner side of your bicep so it's yep. like the most yep. it's it's pretty visible <laughs> not everybody knows it is pretty the visible ah it's the most visible of the tattoos that were got oh yeah you think i uh, like that the guy yeah, the so. main thing he seemed annoyed by was that it said he was 38 and he was like yeah i'm only gonna be 38 for two more months <laughs> <laughs> he was totally fine with inking himself that he's alone the cat has a cat three cats <laughs> that's fine he's, he's proud of that <laughs> i thought the cat two draw or the the cat two the the cat two. the cat <laughs> Tattoo, the tattoo. You should get a tattoo. <laughs> New thing. Trademark that. Uh, I thought that it was like an okay like cat tattoo. It wasn't yeah, it was the worst. Fi- it's tattoo. a fine tattoo. Right. It was insane with the thirty eight lives alone. It has three cats though. Yeah, the thing is, you can never get rid of the tattoo. Like oh, you're on right. the show. As as they said. tore they tore together. So like you can't get rid of it. Right. Which I I'm I actually after we finished, I'd love to know some of the other punishments because like this was a really high bar punishment. They, they, I mean, you can't. Like well, we saw the second punishment. You in the can't second episode. clear up the tattoo. You can't do anything with it. That's just you're it. fucked. So what were the the second other two? tattoo <laughs> was he got it on his like thigh. I assume like they got to choose thigh. where they wanted this. It I wasn't have no really idea. Yeah, it wasn't I don't clear. know. I'm not privy to the inside info. You're not a producer on the show. No, that's. Uh, you didn't email impractical at jokers dot com and and ask them about the tattoo that, details. Is that their email? Because it doesn't sound like. I might have made it up. Okay. Uh, he. It was a tattoo of a ferret skydiving. And Which I really didn't get this one at all, so but apparently it was a backstory. You, d- you have to 
maybe I'll queue it up for you guys here, but there was an episode pretty early on in the show where he hated, he is deathly afraid of skydiving. So like one of his first punishments was to go skydiving. Oh shit. They showed the clip of him like screaming like a little girl. And then (laughs) this is like three seasons in and they've like, off and on called him that he looks like a ferret. So that's why it was a ferret skydiving. I think it's a pretty okay tattoo, honestly. I mean, it's fine. It's not like nothing I, like the last tattoo. The like, artwork on that was really good, though. I yeah. agree. I thought These the artwork are t- was great. all top-notch tattoos. I have a question about the artwork. Was there like an H above it or some like weird squiggle thing? Or like, was that just his skin? There was a plane. Was that what that was? Yeah. I couldn't that's tell what it was. Yeah. Like at first glance, it just looked yeah, like that a was like or something. Him jumping you out can of see a plane. like a plane uh, in the distance that he jumped out of. Okay. That makes more sense. Because I thought, like I agree with Brian, the, the actual tattoo, the animal was like pretty detailed and nice looking. Oh, it was real nice. Uh, but I didn't get like with the blob. Okay. So that was a plane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then the last tattoo was kind of was it on his butt? I feel like it was like no, no it was like no, it was still upper thigh. Upper, upper thigh was like, but it was a little, little bit more on the up. side, so it was like in, it was encroaching, but yeah, it, it was still more, in the more thigh. of a side thing. Like his, if you're wearing boxers, you're not seeing it. Yeah, was Jaden Smith as like a 13, 14 year old, and year full old? on in color with detail, like like a photograph full of Jaden portrait. It was amazing. Jaden Smith. The so, best part was right before it happened. Max goes, "Is that Jaden Smith?" And then no, like, no, it's they Jayden revealed Smith. it, and they didn't say what it was. Right, and right, like, right. Max was like, "Is that Jaden Smith?" <laughs> and it was. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I knew who. Like, just like the randomness of that. This is the only reason we watched that episode is because. I knew that they were revealing this Jaden Smith tattoo, and it's like the best moment of the entire show. It was so good. And he's so mad. Yeah. <laughs> that was the thing. I thought he took it really well for what it was. But like, <laughs> I compared, was to the so other, compared to the other two, like the first guy didn't seem to care that much except that it said he was 38. The second guy seemed annoyed, but, none of, but he was like literally like swearing to be like, I'm not your yeah. friend anymore. <laughs> they didn't get tattoos of Jane Smith on her leg. They're not like just a bunch of old white guys is getting Jane Smith tattoos. I'm not sure what part of this you're not getting. I mean, like, it is like... The most random tattoo I think I could have ever thought of. Like, like you're just <laughs> yeah. like, I'm getting a tattoo. My buddy's giving it to me. It's like half a punishment. What do you like? Your mind's racing. You would never, ever in your life think that it was going to be Jaden Smith. That is portrait true. of Jaden Smith. And just like that fact just amazes me. And that's why I love that. That's why right. I love that whole episode. It is the, so the good. The first two arguably like somewhat expected or not completely shocking. Right, they're like, okay, yeah. Like, oh, you, I got a tattoo a, that like right. is my life. That's kind of like embarrassing, not embarrassing, but like I accept it. Other people don't, whatever. Right. And then like the other part was like an embarrassing part of his life, and then this one was just like <laughs> Jane Smith. <laughs> Wasn't that his reaction too? He's like, what the hell? <laughs> what what the is hell? like? What does any of my life have to do with Jane Smith? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that's why it's a great punishment. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, the one guy was. So so happy he was like i can't wait oh to the see winner it. yeah the winner oh man so good it was great I, like i what would you do like jaden smith i if, don't know if I you wake up a, and you have a jaden smith tattoo i might get as a the punishment. family portrait like, <laughs> oh yeah you gotta get will smith in there to, to make it better <laughs> didn't the dude say like why wasn't why was yeah, the whole why smith did you give us all three will smith tattooed like will smith whatever. jada jada <laughs> jada you gotta start with will right like oh that would it. that would have been such an amazing reveal where 
they start off with Jaden Smith. They do the next guy, and it's also Jaden Smith. <laughs> the third guy doesn't get Jaden Smith, but he's deathly afraid that he got Jaden Smith. No, nah, this is no, 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 this, this is, better. is great. This better. So I do like the idea of that it's Will Smith, and the next person is Jaden Smith. <laughs> but like the, you get a really great tattoo, you get Will Smith. You you get Jaden. No. <laughs> the first one is Will Smith. The second one is Jaden Smith, and the third one is Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Damn. So so Brian, I got a question for you. If you had to give Max a tattoo, what would it be? Hmm. As a punishment. I already know the answer. I, I think I also know the answer. Really? Because I was thinking like some kind of crazy dog one. Oh, that, that'd be appropriate. Brian is way too nice in this situation. <laughs> can, I, right. can I answer in the form of a question? Answer in the form of a question. Are we, are we on the same uh, wavelength here? <laughs> I have no idea. We might be. What if you got a tattoo of your face on your face? <laughs> <laughs> we are not in the same wavelength, but that's a good <laughs> <No>. answer. <laughs> What if you got a tattoo of face off? Oh, oh is this which face? Oh. Is this like some Picasso stuff where like one side of your face oh, is Nicolas no, Cage and that. the other side is uh, what's his face? John yeah. Travolta. John, John Travolta. Travolta. Let's. It's a portrait of John Travolta on one half, and the other guy on the other half. Yeah, I man. I want to do our own personal face off where we get. Half of Max's face on James and half of James's face on Max. Oh, all right, I think we have great Halloween ideas here. <laughs> like, there's got the, there's some gold uh, here. We have the thumbnail all lined up now. Yeah, there you go. Is there a company that makes like custom masks? Can I get like a ha- half Chris? I'm half sure, sure for Max? enough money you can get that done. I'm not sure how economically mm. viable it is. Is it, uh, is this I John can, Travolta Nicolas Cage mask? Oh. Well, now I really just want a Nick Cage, John Travolta face-off Halloween mask. I think Ooh. that we should start making those. That's a million-dollar idea. Right. I think that's Until we get sued by Nick Cage. He needs money. Don't worry about it. Nick Cage does not need any money. No, right. he just sold that dinosaur skull, man. Well, I guess that was, like, we definitely talked about it on the I'm show. He was just paying off debts. Back. He's still in debt. <laughs> He's Wait, had really? a lot of divorces. Oh. Doesn't he found like, a lot of treasure maps, though? <laughs> <laughs> All right. out so James, what's your idea for a max tattoo? Oh shit, man. Uh, punishment tattoo or sure. a nice tattoo? Punishment tattoo. Okay. I man. I feel like oh, Max, I feel I got like it. Max might like you that got it? face off. Tattoo. Well, go th- this tattoo. is more mean though. Yeah, I was gonna say it's got to be some kind of cat. It's like oh. it's like a hairless cat. That's like just hideous looking. No good. Yeah. But see. Then I could just like sort of get it done over so it looks like a dog. No, you. These are punishments. You can't get them done over. No adjustments allowed. Shit. And then I have to say something, some kind of cat pun in there, too, that's just, like, very obvious cat Perfect. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chris is is on on this one. He's crushing it. Uh, Rob, go over the second episode. What about about Forever Young? (laughs) 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 All right. Now Max is liking it. We can't. We got to scrap it. So my idea for the Max tattoo, which maybe was enough of a punishment, was Grandpa Meg. Oh, I definitely would like that. (laughs) You want a portrait of a man like on your ass? Who said it was on my ass? Get your head out of the gutter. If you had to get a tattoo on another man's face on your butt, who would it be? (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Open Uh, question. Uh, uh, the Rock, maybe. Oh my oh. God! I was thinking of The Rock. <laughs> Man, <laughs> that's the right answer. <laughs> I'm like that. <laughs> Shit. I mean, it's just got to come up with something that society wouldn't completely ring you for. I have an alternative to The Rock. 
Hit us up. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Reasonable guest, Tom Hanks. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> what if I, you had The Rock on one butt cheek and Tom Hanks on the other butt cheek? Oh. And then like 2020 across like the tramp stamp. <laughs> <laughs> Matt James, we're taking you to the tattoo parlor after the show. Wait, there is not we got it. No, no, no. You got to get Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> on one side, The Rock on the other, and put 1998 on it. I'm just fucking with you, Adam. I was, I'm like, because that's when they like, were big and But James is making the SNL uh, yeah, yeah. rock thing reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Second episode. Second episode, Rob. You, you want me to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, second episode is their special New Orleans edition episode. Nola. So do they travel often or is this really a one-off? A uh, couple times a season they, okay. they go to different places. Got it. Roadshow. So their their first challenge is at the famous Pat O'Brien's, the original hurricane location. And they're they're in teams of two and they got to they got to work as a team to distract people so someone can sip their hurricanes while they're being distracted by the other person. And they had some some innovative ideas to try to get those those sips they in. They were pretty bad ideas, to be honest. <laughs> when the, when they replaced the one drink with a different drink, so they could that, sip the person's drink, idea. I thought that was smart. Yeah, you could have taken like thirty sips there. And then they found the one guy who was just super drunk, and they were just like messing with his phone and messing with his glasses, and he didn't even notice because he was just like talking to the other guy. But I mean, part of this is trying to get good footage too. So yeah, no, that's true. You can't just be like, "Well, I got a hundred sips off this guy." <laughs> we well, go ahead. What's the funniest thing you guys can think of to do this? I got a great idea. To to do what? Like to the if, show? If you were in this challenge. Oh, to the sip thing. Yeah, the sip yeah, thing. Yeah, I was just thinking like I like the balloon thing. I could see doing it. I also could see doing the sip thing. <laughs> I think for the sip thing, I would build a really long straw out of a bunch of straws and like go from the second floor. Ooh. So oddly enough, they've done sh- they've done challenges. They've done at least one challenge where they had to use like crazy straws to take sips out of like people's drinks that's so and one of them was a crazy long straw a couple of them oh that would work well in new orleans too because they have all those uh second floor like balconies totally. over bourbon street yeah how are you getting in somebody's drink without them noticing what what is the they're distraction just, game here while you have this really long straw it's new orleans they're drunk as hell anyway right this was 10 a.m in the morning oh I've, yeah. i didn't even recognize pat o'brien <laughs> i've never been <laughs> there at that time it's light out it's so yeah. so bright looking. Who who knew? Yeah, <laughs> the courtyard. Like I barely even knew there was a like it was open sunlight. I just you know I've only <laughs> ever been there at night. <laughs> oh, true. It's crazy and not uh, not completely sober, perhaps. <sighs> at least a few hurricanes. I definitely deep. started my night there. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, okay. It's a good way to start and end your night. <laughs> I'm definitely not ending there. Like, oh, you're not getting a road category five for the hotel room? No. Oh, dude, you're doing. You it get wrong. a road one to go to get the uh, the yeah, other the walk popular back. drink. What was the other popular drink in New Orleans? The slushies or like the Sammy J? The hand grenade. You oh, get one grenade. on your way to the hand grenade place to get a hand grenade. Yeah. Do you? Oh man. Quick poll: hand grenades or uh, Pat O'Brien's hurricanes? I mean, hurricanes is that's an obvious. So even this is any, does anyone like the hand grenade more? No. Okay. I mean, the hand grenade is fine, but it's, it's just not, a fun it's thing. Not a hurricane, right? Right. What about the like, you know, five or whatever they are, seven dollars buckets of beer? That's just a bucket full of beer. No. That they fill up out of a window on the street. The hurricane. That, that's what you want. That's yeah. For sure. Change it to hurricane, and we're good to go. <laughs> but like, full well, of I can't do that. It's not like I won't get a bucket of beer, but right. If I have to choose just one. 
picking the hurricane. Like mm. you got to start out that night with the hurricane. But if you get the bucket, you like, get like half off refills. The challenge, the, the the true challenge is like, would you for your life only do hurricane or Long Island iced tea? Oh, mm. hurricanes. I think hurricane. It's definitely a more enjoyable drink. Like if you're just sipping. I think I go hurricane too. I thought Ooh, it was gonna be, I I thought be more gonna debatable. Like, what, what hurricane are we talking about? We're talking about New Orleans hurricane. We're talking about went to like a bar in Seattle hurricane. Oh, I guess we're talking about the New Orleans hurricane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I'm going to a bar in Seattle. I'm definitely trying to get a Long Island over a hurricane because they're definitely not making a hurricane well. Right. You gotta have a Pat O'Brien. It's the only way to make them. Yeah. Brian, what do you say? I oh, go ahead. Yeah. All right. W- what about the next segment? So the next segment, they're spinning the wheel of voodoo, <laughs> and they each had a weird thing to go out in the street, on Middle Bourbon Street to try to do. Man. I don't know if I remember all the different I things. Think I was, was really hoping to so ask a police so officer for drugs. Like, they were one away from getting them. I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. The first thing was he had to go out on heels and shorts and hit on a girl. Which he didn't do and didn't seem that it was going to be that hard he to do in Bourbon like Street. He was super nervous about it for some reason. Uh, I don't think it would have been difficult. Because I feel like you just start talking to some woman, even if she doesn't really care, they're going to give you the win. Probably. That one turned into more, like in my opinion, like him trying to walk in heels on Bourbon Street, which is laid with bricks, which was hard. Oh, yeah. It looks like walking on heels in Bourbon Street was not a not an easy thing to do. I feel right. like walking in heels to begin oh. with would be difficult, like when you don't do it. But Bourbon Street's like particularly bad. Yeah. It's uh, also see, the grossest street in the world. See, if this episode came after the tattoo episode, then that'd be a great opener. You could have just shown that cat tattoo. It definitely was after that one. Oh, it was? Oh, and that was also the person that did that had the Gene Smith tattoo, so. Oh, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that would have been amazing. Hey, girl, you want to see my Jaden Smith tattoo? And also. Who can resist that? Q with the the cat tattoo is better at talking to girls than (laughs) the other guy. Well, that, that would have been perfect for the heels. Like He was wearing super short shorts, too. So just like lift it up like seductively and be like, check out this D- Jane Smith tattoo. I don't think that that is a good opener. I'm just going to. Yeah. Neither like, were I got- his. <laughs> like, well, he just didn't. He just kind of stumbled. He just didn't say anything because he was too embarrassed. Yeah, like, I don't know. It was weird. Like, I, don't, I don't know what happened. Is that guy he, normally pretty shy or? He can be. Okay. Because you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like so much that he was unable to talk. He just was just uncomfortable talking while he wearing He barely ears. said anything. He just, he just. And like, these guys are always talking. Right. He just couldn't, like, get anything out. He's blah, blah. Yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> I think it was just hey, awkward sexy. trying to talk to girls like, hey, what's up? When you're in heels and they're like, I don't want anything. Thing to do with a guy in heels on oh, yeah. the street. I like the group of girls that just walked by and was like, "No." <laughs> uh, so the second thing, uh, Murr had to get kicked in the balls by a kid. Oh yes, he literally goes up to this family and says, "Hey, how old's your son? Oh, he's eight, huh? Listen, I have a really weird request." <laughs> I thought this was the worst part of this, actually, oh, which totally. was literally asking another parent for like their child. He's like, "I need someone under the age of thirteen to," and like pauses and has a hard time <laughs> saying. I thought that was the hardest part. I don't think you'd be able to do it because like you're asking him to kick you in the balls. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like that seems like the hardest part of that. Well, no, getting kicked <laughs> getting in the balls is sure. definitely the hardest but, like, part. Asking for a all child. All the lead up to yeah. that is also hard because you know the result. It's crazy. So the best part of this is this was not on the wheel of voodoo. It was sort of like, you know, Joker's choice. Yeah, Joker's choice. I think that was just they got to pick a slot on the wheel. Oh, okay. So that was, it was already it on was the on wheel. the wheel. Okay. Like, 
nonetheless, like that was that was really funny. That was great. So did they come up with the wheel, right? Them and the producers. Like a lot of it is them seem, and the writers. They always seem surprised by what was on the wheel. But I was like, who else in the show came up with it? Uh, so they're right. They have a bunch of writers. They have a bunch of writers. It's not just the four of them doing the whole show. Yeah, they have are, a bunch of writers involved. Are they also uh, producers? Do you know? Uh, so a couple, not all of them. Mm. Some like some curious, of them like, are more involved in the producers. Like, uh, Murr is pretty involved with producing. He was a TV producer before the show. Mm-hmm. I think Joe does a lot of it too. He's like an editor. Are any of them been in anything else we would know, or is this like this is their thing? I don't think so. Not really. I'm sure they're like some background character in like old school or something. No. No, nothing. Like before the show, <laughs> like one was a TV producer, one was a fireman, one was a bartender. Mm. Uh, I forgot what the other one was. So like they weren't like actors. I smell a sitcom. They tried to do a clip show and it didn't work. Mm. We're, and, uh, yeah. Anyway, the next one. Was one last thing on the kid though is they finally get the kid to kick him, and the first time the kid goes to kick him, at the last thing he just jumps out of the <laughs> way because he can't do it, and Dude, then he's like, "No, no, I gotta do it," and he gets the kid to kick him again. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh man, that kid had a full wind up too. Oh yeah, that kid was like, "I'm, um, I'm all about this. This is the greatest day of my life." Oh. Uh, and then the next one, Q had to get a photo while humping a, a post. Oh, that's right. He got real into it. Yeah, he got into it. I mean that. Yeah, that's that part of that one made it pretty good. That one didn't seem that bad. He, like it wouldn't have shameless. been. Yeah. If there's anything I have to complain about for this wheel thing, is that like some of these challenges are way more difficult than the others. Totally. Like the humping one, easy. That's that's how the wheel goes. <laughs> yeah, but though. So yeah. Brian will hump anything. So okay. Hitting, Just tell him to yeah. hump some. He'll do it. So is hitting he, on a girl in heels. And also, the humping isn't the hard part. The hard part is asking somebody to take a photo, and then you start humping something. Like, that's the hard I, part. I actually don't even think that's the hard part. It's just like, hey, I'm like, doing this. Like, Bourbon Street is the place to get a picture of yourself humping a street post. Sure. Oh, yeah. for sure. I feel like the setting helps you. But I, 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 think Brian, I think Brian's in. I think we, got, I think we know what we got to do after the podcast. Done deal. <laughs> Dude, I do this in Capitol Hill. Nobody's blinking an eye. <laughs> Brian, would you do all of the challenges that we've seen today? Definitely not the heels because I just can't yeah. walk around. I don't think I could do that. Getting kicked See? in the balls is also probably going to hurt, but... Would you do it? I have no idea. I have, like Because there's nothing at stake. Like I'm probably not getting any money. I don't yeah, think there's de- anybody else for We're not definitely not paying you for it. <laughs> like, so I, I just get nothing out of this except for personal satisfaction. Yeah. And a much. hell of a video of you getting kicked in the nuts going on YouTube. <laughs> There's so many of those. Why am I trying to compete with that? Yeah. All right. Great question. Well, we can make a montage. We can give you a tattoo that we get to pick for you. Oh, what if we do all of them? We yeah, do we, Jane <laughs> Smith kicked in the nuts. No, hit no, on a girl in heels. It's another Jay, one that he doesn't know Jane what it's going to be. No, 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 I tell I just, him he doesn't know what it's going to be. And then it's Jane <laughs> Smith. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to yell at him for do that do, terrible alien movie. Do we do Jane Smith, current Jane Smith? Or we do child Jane Smith? What if we do a montage of James? <laughs> it's like a timeline history view. Uh, so the last Joker Joe does, he has to do the human beignet. Oh, the human oh, beignet. He this is, one was silly. He is covered in like white, powder. white powder. I don't know. Uh, and then he has to have sugar. Somebody has to come and lick him. Because he's the human beignet. He's walking around and says, I'm the human beignet. I'm the human beignet. Come lick me. That's my favorite part of it. You just go, but like he said it very flat. He's like, 
I'm the human beignet. Can you lick me? <laughs> oh. Man. Yeah. He's, he is great. I like that segment. Uh, I kind of want to throw Max under the bus here, but for some reason, I could totally picture Max doing that. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, oh, yes, oh, if oh. I had the promise of like a really good shower right after. Okay. Okay. But you know, like, you know what I mean? I feel like I could picture Max doing this like... He'd be totally comfortable in the moment. Like, ah, hey, guys, I'm the human beignet. <laughs> Give me a it's lick. me, the human beignet. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, oh. And the last segment, well, not the last, the last segment on the show, I guess, before the punishment was uh, they had to, they were like tour, gui- tour guides on a horse, horse, horse and buggy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it was I really enjoy the ass crack part, but like I know you guys apparently did not. It was it was just like the pushing of it like a little bit too well, long. Well, it was just the the puns thing just started rolling. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed it. I guess not enjoy not as enjoyable for everyone. The puns were all right, but like maybe if they switched the subject and it just kept going with the ass crack, I would have liked it just <laughs> to be a little more subtle. Do you know yeah. What I mean? Like it just to me like when it's just so blatantly obvious and like well, everyone's well, they already it. made it blatantly obvious and it just kept going like right, it wasn't yeah. like they did a little build up mm. and then they just steamrolled it through. I agree they probably overplayed it a little bit, but I I enjoyed it. Is there a, a pattern here too? Just curious on the show because it seemed like there's an advantage to going first because you have to do way less embarrassing stuff. By the time the last person goes, everyone's just thinking of all these things but and you've already done it. Is it that or do they edit it? Could so be. that the ones that are the craziest, they always I'm put it I'm pretty the sure end. that's just the editing. Just editing. I, I was don't, curious. I and don't also, know it's, I think not every episode is like that. Mm. Got you. I also haven't really analyzed the episode, so I don't really. Right. As we said, you're just kicking back and Yeah, I'm not, I'm not analyzing that. anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not doing my normal podcast. <laughs> you're not ranking <laughs> each episode, top, middle, bottom. We expected you to be the Rob of Impractical <laughs> Jokers, bringing the show to the table. I'm bring. I'm answering all the questions. Just I don't know the specifics of how they produce the show. Fair. Like I could tell you the punishments that have happened, but I can't tell you like how which if they do increasingly difficult, how they show it on TV. I don't know. I, I think Chris has brought a good no- level of knowledge to this podcast. Don't defend him. Uh, <laughs> no I love. do like when the guy walked away from the coach. Like he was, they were. He was like saying depressing things, and then he's like, "Oh, I gotta get out of here," and he walks off. Oh yeah, we just like bails on. <laughs> like he's on he's talking like, like he might be suicidal, and he just like he says, uh, "One last ride, one like, last ride." <laughs> and I'm coming to see you, Mama, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was good. It really could have just been one last ride in the horse and buggy kit thing. I think that was the implication. Hopefully. This is about the implication, Brian. That's true. I had, I thought that the call with the dad calling him a bitch was pretty funny. <laughs> oh, man. See, uh, I'm seeing a lot of smiles on people's faces. Uh, there was yeah. a, I mean, each each person had a good segment. I agree it probably wasn't. It's The New Orleans episode, definitely not their shining episode, but I thought it was fun because we were there. Yeah. And uh, Oh, no, that's so, true. Somebody... That's not here on the cast right now is in New Orleans. Wow, good so segue. It was a uh, call to him. Yeah, yo, should we call him up and tell him to be the human beignet? <laughs> oh, man. we gotta try to get him to be the human beignet. <laughs> Challenge him to do it. Just send him a clip of that and say you gotta do it. Just go buy a five-gallon bag of white 
powder and white sugar. Soap. White Where sugar. Am I get a five gallon white powder in New Orleans. <laughs> get a yeah. five gallon bag of cocaine. <laughs> spread on your Just face. Spend like a it's couple. Probably he's not gonna have a good time if he does that. Just spend a couple mil on <laughs> as much cocaine as you can get. Go up to a cop and say, "Hey, where can I get a bunch of white powder?" <laughs> to uh, be fair, I don't know. We don't know if he didn't do that. All right. Sure, we don't know. And then the punishment: a Sal had to dress up as a quote unquote bog monster oh, which was him in like some sort of like military style ghillie suit ghillie suit with like stuff on his head and he's he he's very he's kind of prissy so he doesn't like to get dirty so that's why I was particularly punishing punishing for him yeah his, his reaction seemed very out of sync with what he was being asked to do, at least from someone who was not there. Yeah, I mean, you guys are coming in this like pretty late on that game because, like, as you get in, as you know his character, so like part of it is his. You know that he doesn't do. Would you say, as we've heard about the challenge, that the more you watch it, the more you like it because you learn about their personalities? I mean, there is definitely a point to it, like. You know, you watch a couple episodes and then you realize, like, oh, Sal definitely doesn't like poop. So, like, there's definitely good, like, five challenges where he has to deal with poop and, like, doesn't like to get dirty. So, most of his challenges have to deal with him being dirty. And, like, that kind of compounds on itself. And, I mean, you realize that the skydiving one, but it's not like every episode doesn't have a lead up like that. Just, like, a couple episodes, like, linger on, but a lot of episodes don't. Like they've they had something in the first season that was like the guy was like, Where's Larry? It was like screaming at really it was really funny and then like it continues to this day. But like you get it if you've like watched a couple episodes. Got it. There's nothing like the challenge where like there's so much drama that like each episode kind of like builds on top of each other with more and more drama. Are they all living in a house together? No, but that, <laughs> might have, that would actually be a pretty good show because I think they'd start to hate each other and be great. Does this show need more Paula Dicking? Yeah. Uh, that might get weird real quick. They got to bring more people on the show. Yo, I really like the idea of like celebrity impractical jokers where they just, you know, have Patrick Stewart on for an episode or something. Does so, Patrick Stewart get a Jane <laughs> Smith tattoo? People keep looking at the laptop. It's fine, folks. I promise. Yeah. Well, the bar's not moving. It's real zoomed out. Okay. Sorry, Rob. You were saying? <laughs> that was all I said. <laughs> So, I mean, I did, I do enjoy, I did enjoy like when he had to do the mating dance, they like had him do like some sort of crazy dance. Yeah. So it's important to say like they have an airboat with some tourists and then the, the, the airboat stops and the other three tell them they're going to see the bog monster and then they're just shouting at him to do things for the tourists. Yeah. Like it's clearly they know the setup and so the tourists must be in on it that they're like okay there's this tv show we're well, gonna i go. don't even know if they really need to be on the setup there's like here's this bog monster and then like it's clearly a dude <laughs> dressed up in this ridiculous outfit i think i'd get it uh i was not a fan of this particular joke so this is like this the, the clear difference between jackass and the show is right. because like this show, everyone was laughing at him, right? Versus it's not like about like everyone me. laughing at the like the other people on the show, right? And I do think that this punishment, this punishment, is better if you know the character more than not, because it's like I think it's funny because you get to see him do like something Be he's clearly not comfortable doing, right? But you wouldn't know that right away. 
Well, I guess the other way, even now, like talking about it, I'm thinking it's more of a punishment, not an actual joke. And like, I just have to think about it in that way. Yeah. Right. Like is, the whole point of this wasn't to be funny to the people or get a reaction. It was really yeah, it was just the whole. I mean, you watch the people on the tour and they're laughing. I was laughing at him. Sure. But just you're laughing at him because he's so uncomfortable doing like something right. that's not that like hard to do. I don't know, man. I don't know if I just want to be in the bayou of Louisiana. <laughs> and have that alligator head come towards you. Well, yeah. And that surprise random dude coming out of the bushes. The alligator head was really funny, though. Yeah. The motorized. The, the robot alligator head. Oh, yeah. And he thought it was a real alligator coming for him. That, that was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, the moment they revealed this trick, I was like, aren't there crocodiles there? I think I'm sure they would put him in a place where there's no crocodiles. Sure. Yeah. I think in Louisiana, it's alligators, not crocodiles. But I might be wrong about that. Who knows? So I can tell you there's some other punishments where somebody gets some piercings. That's a pretty good punishment. Where's the piercings? You don't want to know. chosen by the wheel of oh. doom. Oh, 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 buddy. Joker's no. choice. Uh, there oh. was a Joker's choice. Oh, oh shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, well, now you got to tell me God. where the hell it was. <laughs> Can't leave me hanging on that one. I, maybe we should just queue up the segment. I, I don't know. I don't oh. want to tell you. I can what tell it, you. Like, I was can, it like the butthole? Like, <laughs> so I could tell you it wasn't in the place that I wanted them, like that I thought that they would have chosen. Where did you want them to do it? I didn't want them to choose it, <laughs> but I just figured the that they would. Because so on the wheel, there was a a little person. So it was like Little Mur. Oh, because he was the per, the Punisher, Punishy. Sure, and like that was on the wheel. It was not chosen. So that would have been difficult. Oh man! So what they choose? Did do you do you not get it, James? He's no. talking about a penis. Oh, got it. L- little Mur, <laughs> L- little. You never heard that? Little Mur? The guy's name. Oh, is the hell Mur. are you talking about? The guy's name is Mur. Oh, so it's, it's little his little Mur. Yeah. Oh wow, that's crazy. Okay. Little James. I don't know. No. Uh, James, what is your name for it? It's not. You don't have to anything. answer that. <laughs> I just don't. I don't. I. It's not the first thing that don't comes to mind. Don't put him on the spot. Okay. No spotlight here. Uh. So, he had gotten a piercing on his nipple. So mm. then they chose the other nipple. Okay. So it's a matching set. Yeah. And there was there was a good setup for that because it was like he had to answer like three questions correctly about like the other three. So like. He potentially could have had zero, but he got some wrong. So that was. Ah, I see. It wasn't just like you get to have three piercings. Here oh, we go. Man. Uh, I mean, they do a lot of like stuff, like the bog monster. Though they do a lot of like this is a really uncomfortable situation. Deal with it. Like the most, by far the most uncomfortable punishment was he was at a bingo hall. And he just had to say every time a letter, a thing came up or every time they said he had to say he had bingo and he didn't have bingo. And like everyone in the hall was super pissed at him because he would slow down the game to come check to see if he had bingo. And just like the the looks and how they filmed it. I don't really know if it was, but like looked like the most uncomfortable thing they've ever done. That's pretty good. 
That's creative. At least there's no longevity with that one. Like, I could get on board with those types of punishments much more than, like, the, well, you got Jaden Smith now. <laughs> I really like the just, like, socially uncomfortable, cringy uh, idea. Yeah. See, I, I don't like that. Another another kind of punishment they tend to do is, like, they'll take uh, Sal and he'll have to do something dirty. Like, he doesn't want to do, like, they one, they took his keys and put it in, like, a pile of poop. He had to, like, go fish his keys out. Oh, that sounds terrible. And it's terrible. just, like, that's real gross. Yeah. That's some fear Stuff factor like shit. He had to, like, help birth a cow once. I was actually just thinking about that. Has he ever put his, had to put his hand up a cow's butt? Yeah. So he had to help birth a cow. James, how do you think cows work? What do you mean? <laughs> How do you think they birth a cow, James? I don't know. I've been watching The Ranch lately, so like, there's just a lot of cow talk in that show. A lot of... of I don't know. There's butts. a reoccurring thing in that show. This is a very small spoiler. It doesn't matter at all. But, you know, multiple hands go up cow's butts at some point in that show. <laughs> this is the thing. Part of ranching. I don't know. All right. So, I mean, one of the reasons why Harrison didn't want us... Doesn't think this is, quote unquote, a reality show. So I, I don't know where other people feel like feel about that. Like I think it's like I could see the argument either way. So it's it's definitely on the border kind of, but I would say what is it? I don't know. Like like it's not clearly not scripted. I, yeah, well, no, it's definitely not scripted. So like it's an unscripted, so I would have to say it's a reality show. It's not like they're going out saying scripted lines. They're not like like it's it's a different kind of reality show, but like I feel like it's it's close. I least. feel like it's as much of a reality show as like America's Got Talent. Yeah, that's fair. I I think that um some of the punishments that are more permanent actually make it more of a reality show. Like they Jaden Smith is too real. Absolutely. <laughs> like they brought up like, hey, they're going on tour. And then I'm sure that they get requests all the time. Show the tattoo. Show so, the piercing. On that note, I saw them live. They came to Seattle a couple of months ago, and they definitely show the Jaden Smith tattoo. Of course, people never. Be- I mean, why would you believe that he has the tattoo and that he keep kept it? Which I mean, you have to. So, what is the experience like seeing them live? Are they doing skits like this? Or are they just like basically doing stand up? Or what's uh, it like? It's definitely like uh, stand up where they have like specific jokes. They like they have a show. It's not stand up, but they just have a show that they've planned that are like the second hour. Or so okay, it's I I don't think it's as good as the show. But did they, you get pulled up on stage? No, they don't do any of that. It's more oh. of just like they have funny bits. More of a stand up type. And they have, like, segments that didn't air on TV that they'll show, which it was fun. I don't know if I'd go again. We'll see. Uh, so, I mean, I guess we're trying to branch out a little bit on our reality shows, not these super scripted place 30 people in a room and see who dies first or who gets married wait, first. Wait, what? What show is oh, that? Wait, wait. <laughs> I want to watch this show. Wait, wait, no, it's who gets married, sorry. Oh. Who gets murdered first? <laughs> murdered by mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> murdered at first sight. Max, give us your 30-second pitch for murdered by mom and dad. This summer, four young men and women have given up on their dating lives and, and have been decided to be murdered by their mom and dad. <laughs> I think you're 30 so, seconds So are the mom and dad marrying their own kids, or are they... Picking no. someone else for their kid to murder. It's definitely called murdered by mom and dad. <laughs> like oh. they're straight up murdering their children. 
So what do you think these kids have done? And who si- who signs up? The mom and dad well, no, or the it's, child? It's, it's like a mercy killing. Like you know, the the, the kids kind of just gave up. Oh, this is this is a Japanese show because there's the Japanese like mercy suicide thing. Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about, but sure. What you don't know about this? This is a thing I've heard of. This is a real thing. Questionable. Question on this show: If the parents hire a hitman, is that allowed? No. Okay. Yeah, also, yeah. who's signing up for this show? The, the mom or dad or the kid? <laughs> Maybe yeah, it's like a team decision. Team. Like the mom and dad have to be brought in on it? Or is that part of the show? There like are still kids. As we've discussed numerous times, I usually get yelled at about on this show. Well, but what if they take it to international waters? Yeah, like you go to boat country. So, so uh, It doesn't really work like that. Yeah, like if people. you commit murder in an international waters, if you come back to... You some can, country like you're still held accountable they just there, go no? to the ice boat country there's <laughs> like yeah you just killed that person welcome back to america now you're going to jail so uh they're actually uh, this japanese show they're actually doing an american remake called uh 19 kids and decreasing <laughs> that's all are I they got. just kicking them out to the streets or are they murdering them what do you so, think all right rob where is this going your top middle third since i believe everyone else had uh has said this I feel like this is kind of unfair, but I'm putting it in the bottom third. I've okay. seen I've seen too many episodes that I've not liked, and and I, I have a story I want to tell about this show. So, Rob, my, do you have a Jane Smith tattoo? I do not have a Jane Smith tattoo. So my wife Emmy, who is on the on our Bachelorette pod, uh, has a friend, and her friend is like, "This is one of my favorite shows." She also went to see them live and. Had, got emmy to babysit and she like bought the tickets like eight months in advance like oh i'm gonna go see this thing what wow. emmy did not know this show it's like impractical jokers i've never heard of it one day it's on tv and she's like oh this is her favorite show i can't i really want to see this see what it's like so i'd seen the show i was like oh let's check it out watch an episode and she says to me after i've kind of lost some respect for this person <laughs> that <Wow>. this <laughs> is their favorite show double burn <laughs> So she burned so hard. She's like, I'm kind of questioning everything I know about them wow. now that I know that this is their favorite show. <laughs> I mean, you can't go that one episode. Chris, well, how the bus like, days. I, have, <laughs> <laughs> I never said it was my favorite show. It's probably my favorite reality show, but it's not my favorite show. So Rob, based off only the two episodes we just watched, would you upgrade it to the middle maybe? If I was just based off these two episodes, yeah, I would probably okay. have to be the middle. Okay. Are you also watch it on TV with commercials and like I have seen it sometimes with commercials yes. and it's just like like literally I can't I can't do it like it's just the show isn't good enough for me to sit through 10 minutes of commercials it just like I really like it I don't even want to watch it with commercials <laughs> that's, that's a good point like it really detracts from the whole show yeah, uh, we're getting there all right <laughs> Uh, as uh, somebody tried to get us to move on, I guess updates. Does Rob, you have an update for us? I do have an update. So we don't have any Bachelorette updates this week because Harrison's not here. But I watched another episode of If You Are the One. Oh, oh no! <laughs> and I'll, I'll try and go through this quick. But I thought I had to share a couple of the highlights. So I saw, and I don't know if this was the only one or if this is something that, hap- that happens regularly but i saw the if you're the one american special oh they have a couple of these specials okay so all the guys are there's so like they seem like they're na- native chinese but they live in california 
And so they're all on, if you are the one, find a woman. Even in California? Or the girls are still... The girls are the same girls. Okay. And the guys... It's the same girls, like, it's, it's this, rolling. So this was right. the episode right after the episode we watched. This is the next one. So it's all the same girls. Like, the Ukrainian one was there, and, like, a, I recognized a bunch of them. So first guy... Is knows martial arts, and so they actually ask oh, him to I've demonstrate. Totally this episode, and it's so good. <laughs> they ask him to demonstrate some martial arts stuff, which he does, and like the girls actually seem kind of into it. So he gets down to the end, and he's got one. There's one woman who's in. She's like, "I'm, I'm in to to do it." And so he asks her, "Do you live in China?" And she says, "Yes, but you know, I might move to California." And he says. I don't want to do a long distance relationship. And he just walks away. <laughs> what? <laughs> so you you live in California. You go all the way to if you are the one. And you're like, there long distance the, relationship? Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> Super Clearly weird. And she said email. she wasn't like considering like moving. She even said she was considering moving. Yeah. Out. Clearly, to get, it's all about getting that email. I guess it's about getting that email. Or Holy it's about hell. some weird Chinese thing. We should email thing we that guy. And just be like, you a dumbass. Well, I got, we got the email. Let's we do can it. email. Can we email from who put this on? Sure. We totally can. <laughs> be like, what we the sh- hell are you doing? Can we call you for an interview? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Do you speak English? <laughs> uh, that's very cool. Also, good question. So then the next guy, a woman drops out like, immediately when he just walks out, and so Grandpa Ming's like, "So why'd you drop out?" And she's like, "I'm still thinking that last guy. I mean." I dropped out because I don't want a long distance relationship, but, and, and she like starts getting choked up and she's like, I'm just so sad inside because he just seems so great. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Was this the same girl? No, this is a different girl. Different girl. So, she, so this is a girl who dropped out at some point. I don't know when she dropped out with that guy, but then she's just it's like. It's impossible to tell most of the time. Yeah. And so, but she's just like, she's so, she's still heartbroken over that other guy. She doesn't want to talk, date this guy who's also in California. Oh, yeah, man. it seems real weird. Yeah, no, that was nuts. And then, so this guy is a doctor. And he talks about how he used to be all about getting money and like fancy things. And then he went to Africa so he could help, you know, children there. And it changed his life. And he came back to the U.S. Yeah, Max? Sorry, go on. He came back to the U.S. (laughs) and he had to break up with his girlfriend because she's all about money. And he changed and she didn't. And so she's clearly like not right for him anymore. And so he's talking to these to the woman, and one woman's like, you know, I also have gone to like another place to help children, and I'm really all about that. I have a question for you. If you pick me, will you adopt children with me? <laughs> so she's going, she's going real, real hard. This yeah. is like first day. To, this Rob, is yeah. Was she wearing a red dress? Oh yes, yeah, she was. I've seen. Yes. Does she and want to adopt kids or something? Is that the backstory? And his reaction is, absolutely. I definitely want to adopt an African child. So they've like, they're just already making plans to adopt kids. Holy shit. So she stays into the end. A bunch of women are in at the end. Mm. So like grandpa Meng picks the two. She's one of the two. And then he reveals the crowd. She was his favorite woman from the start. And the crowd loses it. They're just like, Oh, so so obviously he ends up picking her and they go off to the Aegean sea. Oh, okay. So they're married now. I guess they're married and they're traveling email. around and they're adopting e- email kids. Him. Crazy. Email him. You can email, we, we can email him too. We got yeah, the email. Yeah, let's email both. Does this show, either anybody that's watched the show, looking mostly at Max, <laughs> uh, does anyone like actually get married on this show? 
who the like, fuck has this is? never happened? Like, no one's ever got this far. Married by Grandpa Meng. Oh no, I mean, like, what? What's, would, what's would the like, goal of the outcome here? The, they just go on a date. The outcome is they go on a date to usually the Aegean Sea, uh, and maybe it goes on from there. But maybe. you never really know. But there's nothing forced beyond that. No. Okay. Okay. Would Grandpa Meng be the uh, person that marries them? I hope so. That'd be great. That would be great. The the uh, marriage episode, if if you are the one. Married by Grandpa Meng and Dad. <laughs> <laughs> so then, before they bring the next guy out, one of the women who's still there is just sobbing. Like, it's not just, like, a little teared up. She's, like, sobbing. And Grandpa Meng's like, what's, what's going on? And she's like, I've been here for 30 episodes, and I don't think I'll ever find my soulmate like that. And Grandpa Meng is like, give her a pep talk. But his pep talk was kind of like, well, you just have to want it enough. And if you want it enough, it'll happen. <laughs> you just gotta stay in. <laughs> yeah, That's it. just stop walking away. But yeah, so it's so there's all sorts of women who are like real, real torn up by these guys. And then the last guy who comes out, he works for a company that makes replica guns, and he has to explain to the women about America's love of guns to their in this Chinese atmosphere. Do they all like dump him immediately? He got a girl too. Oh man. I thought he was just going to be done so fast. And he's just like, explain like, it's just different there. It's fun. You don't think they're bad. (laughs) (laughs) So he's just really attractive. I guess. I don't know. But yeah, that's my, who, if you are the one update, great, great show. I'm really glad you're on board. Um, I guess I have an update. Oh, I have watched, the first episode of Married by Mom and Dad season two. Oh, and I've also watched a couple episodes of Married at First Sight season two. Oh, going back into the vault. I've uh, well, so like, I have people like keep asking me what's my top third show, and like, Married by Mom and Dad was clearly one of the top third shows. So I'm like, now they're on season five, and I've only ever watched season one. So I'm like, okay, let's go back into the well here. Let's check it out. And they really burned me. Oh, because <laughs> like I was watching on. So apparently the show's on Lifetime now. What? So, I don't know. It's on Lifetime and FYI. I think. I don't know what the hell the show. Yeah, it was definitely on FYI when we watched yeah. it. So it's streaming on Lifetime. Okay. And they had an episode zero. <laughs> oh no! So you watched season episode two, one. episode zero, and it was like the matching special where they showed the four judges. The same judges as the season one. So Dr. Pepper's still involved? Dr. Pepper, the sexologist, the... Uh, we don't care the, what the other two The cares. priest <laughs> and the sociologist or something. And they, like, show some clips of the other people that weren't picked. And then they show, you know, who they picked. And, like, then episode one show comes up and they, like, half the show is the same thing as the other show. And I'm like... And it's a two-hour episode. It really set me off on the wrong way. Like, what is this bullshit? It was Man. bad. That's I was rough. really annoyed by Did, that. Uh, do you know if episode zero actually aired on TV or was that like a straight to streaming kind of I'm thing? I'm pretty sure it must have aired on TV because uh, oh, why really? would they produce it? Otherwise? Right. Well, that's what I was wondering. But like if they just recapped it. And, I don't like, know. It's weird. I don't know. That sucks. Was So are you going to keep watching? Hopefully try to power through it. So I powered through a little bit. Okay. And it's definitely starting to grow on me. I feel like there's a lot more reality show editing now than season Ooh. one. Like a lot more like repeat repeating what they're going over that's rough and there's like 16 episodes it's it's not a short Man. season all right it really just didn't take the advice of chris no kind of keep it short succinct but you do get to really know these people and i think that that's enjoyable on that point like 
versus like if I try to compare it to Married by Mom and Dad, and it's just like the people in Ma- the people in season two of Married by Mom and Dad should not be getting married. Just like as just people, just, just bad pe- people. Just, yeah, just no. <laughs> Definitely not. Can we take a moment to appreciate that this podcast was started on the foundation of terrible reality shows that nobody should ever be watching and the TV should be shut off and now everybody's all in on some of these shows? I'm just like, you know, you got to bring a little bit to the table, Brian. I got to bring a little. You got to appreciate the top third. (laughs) Brian, I completely agree. We've seen some real character development from all of us. Real character arc. I think it's really Stockholm Syndrome. We're trapped by these bad reality shows. We're Damn. Just, we're loving them now. Some Hotel California shit. Well, I mean, reality shows are designed to hit like a cer- certain people certain ways, I think. It's just Harrison, what the hell's on TV. That's just all it is. But just flip I feel through like the channels. It's Harrison just every is, channel. Harrison is the one you got to talk to about loving reality shows now. Harrison's loves, just all in on every show. a quintessential reality show where like that, I'm like in this esoteric world That's why I'm bringing myself. it up now. I, like I can't bring it up with him here. Like he would, <laughs> <laughs> might as well burn him on tape. Just when he doesn't, you know, he's not listening to it right away, but he'll listen to it later. Tell us how you really feel, Brian. <laughs> I'll, I'll find out how people feel next week when I'm not here. Well, I agree, but like the interesting point with all this is like there's no shortage of this garbage on TV. There is plenty of shit like, that we, it we blows this, our minds. We looked on this website to figure out what to watch, and there's literally twenty <laughs> to thirty new reality shows a month. Like it's insane. Every month. Not just like when you would think that they would be new ones. No. Every month. Yeah. Just keep pumping them out. A bunch of people keep greenlighting this shit too. Like those are the real suckers that like they're really getting us. <laughs> James, who put these shows on? That's the question I think we're trying to see. And we haven't figured it out in two seasons of this show. No, no one's figured it out. <laughs> we have no idea who the hell's putting this stuff on TV. So I, I've got a couple things to say about these shows. All so right. like... Married by mom and dad. <laughs> there's this one guy. Also, most of the I forget. There's like two guys, and they're from Southern California or Southern Florida. They're like total like, you know, at the gym all the time, super buff. And like the one guy's just like, yeah, I'm ready, man. I'm ready not to cheat on this girl. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I feel like when that's your opening line of like, hey, you ready to get married? Yeah, I'm so ready. I'm just ready not to cheat on her. No, <laughs> like, yeah, what? totally. And then the producers ask him, hey, you ready to be monogamous? He's like, what do you mean? Like, monogamy what? Monaga, what is monogamy? He didn't know what monogamy was. And there I was go. like, it's a bad sign. Definitely not ready. Absolutely not. <laughs> And then I go over to like married by mom, married at first sight. And it's like, well, these people are like, they were like bullied as kids. So they might be like, they'll have like more of an emotional connection, you know, like talking about sex and like, you know, you're ready. Like all these people seem ready and willing to give this a right. shot. And then like the one girl's like not really attracted to the guy, but like, well, I'll feel it out. Let's see if I really start to like emotionally connect with him and we'll see where it goes. And like these people in married by mom and dad just like, like, Oh, yeah. So this is what happened to Mary, my mom and dad. So the guy that I just told you about, like the one girl hit him up on Facebook, like which is against the rules of the show. But they only have dozens of people on the show. So you can't really cut her out. But like he tells the mom and dad, look, if this is the girl you pick for me, I'm out. She's not attractive. Oh, 
So it's like, this is like I, the dichotomy yeah. I have between yeah. these two shows. I feel like that show, they're just not really about like truly getting married. Like that's just not the people that are on that show. No, I, Married by Mom and Dad is definitely taking a dose time for me. Yeah. They, like, I would just switch gears. There's just like the, the as we've discussed many many times, the pool of people just isn't big enough. The pool remains thin. The pool is <laughs> getting smaller by the day here. And no. yeah, what do you mean? I mean it's the show gets if more. Watch it, they're gonna gr- it's gonna grow. No no no. Firstly, there can't be that many people watching that show. Uh, I mean, secondly, it's on, what network the, is it on again? No no no. Well, the thing. Okay, Brian, it's but on like, TLC. back it up. Oh, no, like, he's watching it. The whole question is like, are you willing to go on a show, a TV show? Where you will a get married at the end of it, that's already no gonna, no the beginning like, of it. So the other thing that they've changed with Married by Mom and Dad is that it's all Married by Mom and Dad at first sight. Right. So now it's also first sight. So like, hey, you got to get married. Not there's only so many people that are actually wanting to get married like at this moment in time in general. So the pool's already fairly small. Then it's like, okay, I'm gonna go on TV and do this shit. Then I'm gonna do it blindly. Then I'm gonna let my parents do it on TV for me. And then, like, there's just all these levels but that, like, that's make not the even the so biggest small. thing is, like, What's the, yeah, you're letting about. how many people are going to sign up to let other parents right. pick you to marry their son so or the daughter. So the problem's doubled or tripled in, like, complexity. How cheap are annulments? <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. That's the question to ask. I Again. think the answer is when you've signed the married by mom and dad right. prenup. Real cheap. <laughs> well, as we've also discussed, like we don't think that those marriages are legit on that particular. No, show. Max said he but found I, some evidence. There, at least one was legit. At least one was. Yes. Okay. I feel. Like, I feel like if you stay married, that they might right. like. But you again, have a separate ceremony after the show. Again, still the main question there is: there's not that many people that are willing to go into that thing. There's really not. Like, see, that, that's why I think it's like I don't. I don't care. They. They have a. Do you disagree? Like, do you? Do you? Do you like, think we're off base on this? Well. If it wasn't on TLC, if it was on like a major network, I think sure like, it's also on TLC. <laughs> yeah, like you're you're not getting the pool's small because of the audience. I think that like when people saw it, they'd be like, "How can I get on this show and like make a quick buck?" Or well, or even like get my name out there. Well, Do you think people saw season one? They're like, "How can I get on this show?" I found well, that hard the to one believe. girl definitely was on season one to be on like on TV. Sure, but so like this is just like the ninety day fiance married at first sight kind of train, and TLC wanted in on it, so they came up with this other. Yeah. Random show about marriage and like, there's a lot of shows on TLC about marriage though. So oh for sure, just not usually about the like the act the, of getting the act of getting married. I think some of them oh, are about man. like actually being married, but you know people. They, I just had they, a nuts idea. They were couples this. pre-show. That's true. James, Chris, I have the got? next the next show of the the next evolution of the show. The next evolution. Have kids at first sight. <laughs> <laughs> you adopt a ki- you gotta adopt a kid, right? You gotta just uh, let it all out right, right there on the spot. Just gotta go for it. So it's what conception at first sight, it's not an actual first sight. kid at first sight. Well, right, right. No, it's gotta be good adopted because you don't know. If so, so the like woman's battle. gotta be tracking her cycle <laughs> going into this. Be like, today's the There's day. Science, they could probably figure this out. Okay, and they're like, yep, today's the day. Best chances. That's, it's too expensive. Like, go. Too expensive to produce. You think? Yep. Yeah, because you got to be like they're not virile all month. You got to like, you can't you can't predict it. So you, you can't just get like a pool of like your female talent and then just like whoa, whoa, whoa. figure out like who's good to go. <laughs> no one's gonna like, be signing up for the show to begin with. You're already talking about a pool I bet that's I bet. much lesser than the previous pool. What if you don't have to actually get married though? You just have to have the kids. That's even worse. Do they I think there's people that just want kids that don't do want Do they marry. see each other or is this like a blindfolded situation? <laughs> oh, yeah. Is man. there just like a wall curtain wall between them? <laughs> Actually, a glory hole type of situation? 
Yeah, something like that. Like uh, oh. like an an in vitro <laughs> show could be interesting, where you sort of get to meet both parents. I don't know. <laughs> We're in the weeds. I We're no in the weeds. <laughs> get us out, Chris. Get us out. TLC, dinner All right. All right. I think that's enough for the updates this week. All right. Uh, <laughs> any I, plugs? Any plugs, anyone? You can follow me on Twitter at the Chris Lorenz. Uh, and I guess we don't really know what we're watching next week. So tweet at us. Me and, we we uh, got a couple ideas, but we're, we're not going to uh, confirm it yet. We are, we're playing real loose. Real loose. Fast and loose. Uh, so tweet at don't us worry, with the, your recommendations. The pool is not thin in terms of what show to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can tweet at us at who put this on. You can find us on facebook.com slash who put this on. You can email us your recommendations at who put this on at gmail.com. And please rate us on iTunes. It really helps us out trying to get this audience to grow. Uh, See you guys next time. Peace.